welcome to episode 93 of They Think It's All Over, the football show. And we've got a great show for you this week. We are going to be speaking to one of the best brands in the business with a Macron special. But in the meantime, I'm Adrian Football Show Talia, who's joining me today. Scott, that flying spotty. And Adam at this one, Kit. Adam, congratulations, because you are incredibly on brand today. You're putting me and Scott to shame. I am. I, I thought we were all going to wear a Macron shirt. Um, I'm wearing the Wrexham third shirt from uh, last season, I believe it was, the one that looks a bit like a classic Wales shirt. But yeah, you've all just turned up in normal clothing, so fair enough. It's just me looking like a, a Macron fanboy. To be fair, my football shirts are, I think, about 700 miles away at the moment, so... That is more than fair, to be honest. And I could lend you some, but you would not fit into my football shirts. <laughs> that's very true. And I've just walked in from kids football training. That's like minus three. So that's my excuse. I've still got my still got my fleece on and my layers. But yeah, there could be no, a shirt under there. That's no excuse. My dad used to do coaching for my football team and he'd be there on the touchline in his 1992 Germany away shirt, rain or shine, no matter what. So, you know, step it up. Oh, I, I, I don't coach. I, I sit in the corner scrolling on my phone and listening to uh, podcasts forget he's there sometimes what have you two been up to anyway you know what i've been doing now me and adam actually went for a pint the other day we we, we did the, the, the second time we, we've met up yeah. and uh it was just as good as the first but maybe not quite as many beers this time because you almost killed me last time <laughs> yeah i went proper scottish on you the first time but we uh, we we did have the day off the next day whereas this time we didn't so we were very sensible Yep, just just the two beers this time, which again was enough for me. I, I was a uh, cartwheeling all the way home. <laughs> so no dry January is your end, then? No, you don't need to be dry and sober when you're flying a helicopter anyway, do you, Scott? Well, no, yeah, it's, it's a good idea to be during the time, but yeah, not before. It's fine before. Yeah, and those libraries—they don't need man in particularly well anyway, do they, Adam? No, it's all self-service these days. Yeah, they're, they're basically redundant, obsolete, pointless. You know, who needs them? Right, so we've got a Macron feature coming up, which is very exciting. But in the meantime, let's visit some weekly news. Right, so what's in the news this week? Scott, what you got? So we've got some exciting news and some devastating news. What do you want first? Oh, Adam, what do we want first? Devastating. Always the devastating news. Just because when it comes from you, it's really funny. <laughs> well, there's a, there'll be a lot of people that don't agree with me that this is devastating. But um, it was a couple of nights ago. So what would that have been? Saturday night. Then there was a few um, kind of heart-wrenching tweets started floating around about the Jordan deal ending. Somebody, Foot Mercato, not sure how reliable they are, they had tweeted the news that the PSG Jordan partnership plans to finish after the 25-26 season. Yeah, I was a little bit upset about that. Just thinking about it's only a couple more years to go. It's one of my favourite brands. It was my favourite brand before they made football shirts, so it was the perfect collab for me. And then literally about 30 seconds after I tweeted it, then La Source Parisienne, tweeted that they've got no intention of stopping after the 25-26 season. And there's been no other concrete evidence to argue either side. So we have no idea 
we don't know if it is stopping or isn't stopping. So just to clarify, the, the breaking news that we're bringing in this football shirt news segment is that PSG and Jordan may or may not be breaking up. Yes. Adam, what are your thoughts on that you know, scoop? I just think it must have been a whirlwind two minutes for Scott, to be honest. Like, as soon as like I saw that tweet, like we were all in the chat being like, Scott, OK, can someone check on Scott? Can someone send an adult round to it to where he is? Um, yeah, you're right. We don't know. It's kind of pointless, isn't it? We don't know if it's true or not, but it's fun to talk about. Yeah, it was a strange thing to say. The other thing I don't understand is I don't understand people's hate for it. I don't understand where it, I can understand people that don't particularly care for it, but that's okay. But I find it weird that people genuinely like get angry by it. We um we did cover the Jordan relationship with PSG in a special oh, a long time ago now, but didn't we touch on the fact that we thought the exclusivity might be ending, so they might be doing it with other clubs? I'm trying to remember. That, that's already over. Right. Okay. Yeah, so that ended last year because they only signed on for three years exclusively, and there was no there was no press release that said they had reobtained the exclusivity. So they're such a big brand outside of football, aren't they? I think they're actually the big, aren't they the most profitable football club in the world, brand wise, not income wise. But I'm sure that was Forbes released a, an article. It was a couple of months ago now that they said that they are merchandise wise and brand wise they're the, the biggest biggest in the world. Plus they had the whole Neymar Michael Jordan link. They were they were big friends and that's where they think it came from. So it could have been Barcelona. If he'd stayed at Barca, you never know. But and then now the NBA they go over there doing there. The Chicago Bulls went over there for a visit. So they are very much just intertwined with each other. So I don't even know if the brand would bother going anywhere else to be honest that's interesting have we got any news that's actually news though adam what have you got i've got some news yeah i think it's the most wonderful time of the year it's when j league teams release their new kits i'm a big fan of j league uh football and j league kits and there's some really good ones and there's some bad ones and then there's a macron one to tell you about as well so i'm going to start with the good yokohama f marinos have released their new shirt made by adidas and it's very stylish. It's got a lovely trim around the collar and it's the normal kind of blue shirt. And it's it kind of shows that Adidas are taking Japanese football seriously because there have been a few years where they've just kind of released kind of hand-me-down templates. But this is a bespoke design on their collar. Less good is the Shimizu S-Pulse home shirt. Anyone who knows about Japanese football, knows they normally have the world map on their shirt and it looks really cool. And for some reason this year, they don't have a world map. Oh, it's no. pointless. They don't have a world map. It's pointless. They they don't always have a world map. But yeah, they normally do. And they've decided not to this year. And it's made by Puma and it's very bland and boring. Sure. But the, the proper news is that Macron, part of our feature are now making kits for V. Varan Nagasaki, who are in the J2 League. It's not the first time Macron have made a Japanese shirt. We did find this out. So I did a tweet from the pod account on our socials saying that Macron had reached Japan and we were corrected to say that a team called Blancju Hirasaki, who are essentially a non-league Japanese team, also have their shirts made by Macron and have had for a few years. But this is the first time 
that in one of the proper league teams have had their shirts made by Macron. And yeah, it's a nice shirt. They've done a really good job. They've looked to the past, which is what they often do with Macron in their, their designs. And yeah, I think it's a really nice time of year looking at all the J-League shirts come through. Does a Sunday league team really count though, Adam? So I think it does purely because, and this will probably come up after the feature, they're bespoke designs, which is why Macron yeah. are really, really good. They're, I've got a few of them up on my screen at the moment because um, I, I had to look them up. And one of them is this beautiful one with like kind of like cherry blossom on it. And it's got some blue kind of diagonal stripes along with the pink of the um, of the Blanc du Hirosaki shirt. Uh, I'm probably butchering that pronunciation, but they're really nice shirts. So I think it does count purely because they're bespoke. If they were just like team wear, then I would agree with you and say, yeah, no, Macron haven't been to Japan yet, but seemingly they have. Well, there we go. So nuances. I think if you'd phrased it, made the way to J-League, you'd have got away with it. Yeah, I, I would have got away with it. And, and that's what I meant. But, you know, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> that's what X and but Twitter's you, there for, though. To, well, that's, to yeah. Twitter us. is basically just there for people to correct people. That's the only purpose itself. Genuinely interesting, though, because, I mean, that, that's, that was cool to see. So um, it's also... Scott, the cynic in you, it's also how we learn things, isn't it, Adam? It is. Every day is a school day. One final bit of news as well to cover? Yes. Great news for collectors. More devastating news for flippers. But on a serious note, it is quite an interesting um, piece of news. JD Sports have re-released the limited edition 150th anniversary Scotland shirt, which came in Fifth, in our sixth? Fourth? I mean, it was, yeah, yeah, very, very, very nice shirt. I think we all agreed it was yeah. um, certainly you know worthy of one of the best shirts of the year. And there was loads of noise about it when it got released, wasn't there? Well, that's the thing. And I mean, I know we talk about limited edition releases, etc. But just for and I and I can prove this because I sent my brother to the shop. So the hype about this was was not limited to the usual online carry on. There were people queuing up outside JD Sports at like seven o'clock in the morning, waiting for it to open. And not only were they doing that, but they were going in and they were buying them. So when my brother went on his way to work to try and grab me one because the internet had crashed completely, then there was none left in two Glasgow stores. So the hype was unbelievable. I mean, to, to think about a national team shirt, you know, to sell out online and in stores that quickly, I'm, I'm not sure. That, well, it's definitely never been done in Scotland before. I'd question whether it's been it's been done anywhere. And so probably Nigeria 2018 is the only one I can think of that had that kind of ridiculous hype behind it. Yeah. Good shout. Keys and Oxford Street for that one. Yeah. But even, but even then, that wasn't... Were people in stores on the day of release, or did the hype? Yeah, out? yeah, no, they were accused. Like I know, remember Night Nighttown in Oxford Street. They were, yeah, they were accused down Oxford Street. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's the um, it's, it's the issue in Scotland, though, not around access to basic things like the internet, maybe. Well, that and the only place that sells it is that one shop because they sold the they've sold the rights to JD for like something stupid, like twenty years. I missed this. So, so sorry, the only place you can buy. Yeah. Scotland shirt from his that's news not today. a Scotland shirt Scotland merchandise anything with the Scotland badge on it you can only buy it from JD Sport can't get it from Adidas and no retail 
no high street retailers can it's an exclusive jd sports only deal i did not know this adam yeah. did you know this no that's that's bonkers why would they do that i'm not sure if it was to i mean it could be to you know limit the sales so it's, it's only available in one place then they won't be knocking out mass numbers of them but I did notice a few tweets that the flippers are raging because it was obviously a very highly sought after shirt that the usual crap that hit eBay for 150 odd quid, even though they were 90 to buy. And unfortunately, I would, I mean, I think a few people will probably have fallen foul to that because you just could not get them. And as it was advertised was that it was a limited run. Um, So really it's either Scotland or JD Sports or Adidas or somebody's fucked up there because they've they've clearly lied because they they've reissued the fucking thing twice after which is which is great once some poor cunts paid 150 quid on eBay I'm sure he's delighted that they've just stuck it back out again so a bit disappointing for I feel bad for them I, I do because it's kind of foul play isn't it when they do that yeah yeah that's got to hurt but but generally it's good that the shirt's now more accessible for all those people out there that want it because like I said it's Brilliant, brilliant shirt. Yeah, I just checked. It's still actually in stock as well, so it hasn't sold out. It's uh, yeah. in medium, large, and extra large still on JD. That's not an ad for them. It's just saying it is still available. Um, <laughs> but it is interesting how you say that so many people were after it, and it was limited, and it did sell out. And now it's on, still on sale and still available yeah. now. Have they stopped wearing it now as well? They only wore it for that one game. So, yeah, maybe that... You know, added to the um, the increase to get it, you know, to to have it in time for the for the England game. Yeah, they never did re-release the boxed version though. They came with the came with the uh, commemorative coin and the specially made bottle of whiskey. They they didn't re-release them, thankfully, because I did get one of those. Never in doubt. Never in doubt. Interesting news there, gents. But just before we move on to the excellent feature with Macron. Here's a few words about our sponsor. Yeah, so just to remind everybody that at the end of this month it is our great sponsors at grannyfootballstore.com. You can also find them on social media under that name. It's their biggest drop ever at the end of this month. There's been a few previews out there. So uh, we're going to keep reminding you until the drop happens because it's going to be something that you're going to want to check out, especially if you're a collector. Great prices, great shirts loads are going to be available this week we sent our very own tom at shirt underscore fan to go and speak with ross cook who is one of the sports marketing managers at macron here's when tom met ross hello everyone and welcome to today's feature on they think it's all over and it's one I'm particularly proud of because I've been grandstanding this brand ever since we started this podcast and I'm absolutely delighted to be sat down and talking to someone from Macron today and I'm talking to Ross so Ross hello thanks for joining us could you just introduce yourself? Hi Tom yes Uh, so my name is uh, Ross Cook I'm the senior sports marketing manager here at Macron Uh, I look after the, the Markets in the UK and Ireland, uh, North America and Oceania uh, and across a variety of different sports. But yes, the majority is still still football. And I bet you've been incredibly busy as well the last few months because Macron, honestly, 
I promise you we're not just saying this. I, we did a, a poll on the podcast recently about the top kits of 2023. And Macron was in my top five for the Bologna home shirt, which I just thought was fantastic. And then there's plenty more I could have mentioned. But maybe just to start, could you tell us a little bit about Macron and perhaps a brief history of the brand when it comes to football? Yes, of course. So, uh, so yeah, first of all, it's an, it's an Italian company. Um, we're not many people know, but we're over 50 years old. So originally from back in 1971. Uh, Macron, the name in itself is from the sort of Greek prefix. So it's, it's talking about big, meaning that we were always, uh, we were always in, in the idea was always to grow and become a large company. Um, so we originally used to specialize in, in sort of American-based sports, um, you know, so, so where we really started in a manufacturing point of view was, was back in the days of Champion, when, uh, when Champion used to, used to sponsor the NBA, we actually used to do the, the manufacturing for them in, in Europe. And so from there, that's when we sort of decided to go out on our own and, and actually, you know, become our own brand. So... So yeah, so we just to, to give you an idea of us, I suppose in in the football world specifically. So we've, we've probably got you know over over ninety sponsorships across the globe, of which probably about sixty of those are football. Um, we probably moved into into the the actual sponsorship of of clubs back in two thousand one with uh, Bologna Football Club, which is obviously still our sponsor today. So you know we're we're, we're pushing on at twenty five years that we've been. Been partnered together to because obviously Bologna is our is our home. That's where where our uh, the Macron campus is based. Um, so yeah, from there you know we've 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 made some some great strides. Um, in I would say first the first club we ever sponsored in the UK was actually Swansea City. Um, that would be back in two thousand five. Um, but then from there obviously it's it's, it's moved quite quickly. Um, you know from there we've had. Sponsorships back with you know, West Ham, we've had Sheffield United, Charlton Noble came on board. 2010, Leeds United came on board, which which was always a monster. Uh, 2012, Aston Villa came on board. 2014, Crystal Palace. Obviously, we're we're still partners with just now. 2016, we had you know Stoke City and and obviously Wrexham, which. Uh, is, uh, is 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 quite an amazing story in itself. Um, so that's I suppose more in the in the UK market. Uh, internationally, you know, we've had uh, Braga. We had back uh, in two thousand eight. We had uh, Napoli, uh, which was was huge. You know, when they were they were in Champions League. We had uh, SSC Lazio, Sporting Lisbon, AS Monaco. Um, more recently, sort of partnerships with. Uh, UEFA, uh, both on their kit assistance scheme and and all referees as well, uh, and then another our first ever league deal was was Canadian Premier League back in back in two thousand nineteen. So, so yeah, there's 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 been a lot. Um, that's the I, I would say that was more the history. Um, but yeah, there's 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 certainly plenty more to come. I mean, I think you're a brand that you've kind of you said it all there in terms of how much you've grown in the last 20 years but I just think the last few years you've really come into your own as a brand and the, and the shirts you manufacture and 
I mean, some of my favorite shirts of the last five years have been Macron shirts. I think the work you guys did with Verona is absolutely outstanding from both their home and away kits. The Udinese kits are always fantastic. Bologna this year, I say, is amazing. And you've done lots of kind of special kits as well. I remember the, the Cagliari, Centenary, and there's you seem to have a real kind of niche in pushing designs and really going out there, but making them identifiable to the clubs and, and their heritage. But what are some of your favourite Macron kits of the last few years? Yeah, well, obviously, thank you. That's very, very kind of you to say. That's that's what we're always striving to do. Um, you know, from our point of view, a big thing of what, what we do is, is you know, it's, it's Italian design. You know, the, the Italians are very famous. My Scottish accent is obviously showing that I'm not Italian, but our, <laughs> our design team are certainly are. And every time I go down there, I feel very underdressed because they're just uh, quite fashionable people. So, um they but you know they they their idea is to try and make each each kit individually and unique uh and it's really really important so you know we try to work really closely with each club and and, and each each year for each kit make something a bit special but no ones that i'm sort of for in, in in recent years i mean just talking about the 23 24 season um kits that i've really liked um, there's one in in our Canadian Premier League, so we're obviously the sponsor of the the, the full league there. But uh, the Pacific home jersey was was fantastic. It's a it's a sort of purple uh, geometric design on which it's got a it's actually got a bear uh, on the front, but it's like a geometric style of it. But that's actually based on on the spirit bear, which is the the national an uh, animal from from British Columbia. Um, other kits I've loved, Sampdoria. Sampdoria is just such a beautiful kit. It's so historic. It, it brings me back to to watching sort of Channel Four. Uh, you know when you used to get Sunday uh, Serie A. Uh, so, so yeah, we've got this year's one where they've they've integrated the. It's like a, an embossed wave effect across the front, and what that does is it is to signify the fact of where they're from. They're from Genoa. They're, they're people from the sea. It's uh, so, so so I love that one. Real Sociedad, uh, their home kit, they've got this amazing... Every year they've obviously got um, a stripe design um, and so it's a vertical stripe. How do you make that different? So our designers came up with something and it's almost like pillars, but they're they're sort of 3D pillars that, that are almost in a, in a, in a painted way. Uh, they're slightly uh, slightly rotated. So that's, that's one that I think is quite special. Um, this is this is a tough one for me to say because I'm actually I'm a Dundee United fan um, okay. and they're they're close rivals literally across the road in Dens Park, <laughs> uh, Dundee FC. But the, the home the home kit for Dundee FC is you know it's, it's quite special this year. So so I, I really like that one. Um, Victoria Pilsen, uh, another one. Their away kit they've got a they've got a black kit that's got like. Um, it's got an embossed design all the way through, so it's, so it's quite a dark kit, but they've got little details on the sleeve and on the collar that's like a, a neon blue and a neon pink, so it's sort of quite Miami Vice-esque. Uh, so I love that one. And I think my my personal favourite is the is the, the Crystal Palace uh, one. So basically, their home design this year I really love. Um, just, you know, they've gone back to... you. Know, where they're from, the actual the actual original design of the Crystal Palace uh, in the actual shirt, and then 
they did a launch that was really sort of quite urban, uh, sort of graffiti all over the walls, and then from there they launched their 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 warm up kits from there. So so we've got uh, we've got a, a warm up jacket, uh, sort of walkout jacket, as well as a, a walkout tee that is just is graffiti all over it. It's it's been it's also been designed into the the third kit as well. So it's so there's, there's a lot of movement through it. Um, but yes, it, that's one that, that I just think is just absolutely fantastic. I mean, we, we literally had, strangely enough, an Italian rapper that actually contacted Gioele uh, here about the about the possibility to actually wear it in one of his concerts. So um, so it's quite cool that, it's, that's, that, that you know, people in, in sort of lo- local sort of urban culture sort of, uh, really got involved. Um, and obviously I can't say too much about next year, but we've got, again, there's there's... There's a Stoke City and there's there's Crystal Palace kit that they're, they're they'll blow me away for for next year if I'm being honest. Both home home and away they're, they're quite amazing. Um, so yeah, quite quite excited about about those as kits. Yeah, that's I mean the Palace shirts that you've manufactured in the last few years have been unbelievable. That graffiti one you say, and the, we just saw it in the FA Cup, the fourth shirt, the special fourth shirt that you guys produced is is brilliant. And I I touched on it just a moment ago as well about. The amount of different special kits that you guys do, that Palace one, for example, you have um, the Udinese fourth shirt as well this year that was a fashion collab with a, a designer in Italy. Is that something that comes from you guys or is that driven by the clubs or is it something you really want to do to kind of push your designs? We, I mean, there, there's lots of different things that we can actually do. You know, we, we, we're, we're quite lucky that we have both our, our, our style department down the stairs as well as our, our communications team that they collaborate quite quite well together. So, you know, when there's opportunities to do, you know, special edition kits, when there's opportunities to do, you know, something that is just a bit unique and a bit special. Uh, I mean, I'm going back in the archives, but, you know, here when the, the passing of, of Sir, Sir Gordon Banks uh, with, with, with Stoke City, uh, when, when, you know, an iconic goalkeeper for them and, and, we we actually did something that that production wise is physically impossible, but we actually created a, a a replica of what was his his jersey, and we did it. We turned it around in a week, which production wise just shouldn't happen. Um, and and it and it meant that you know the 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 goalkeeper who was actually the, the current England goalkeeper at the time uh, wore that shirt because you know his uh, Gordon Banks was a, was a real icon to him, so. So yeah, we we love doing things. You know, there's there's certain things where the club come to us with their ideas of of you know there's maybe specific events, there's specific timescales. Maybe there's you know it's 150 years. There's maybe so, and we can put together as well box sets specifically where we actually put together overall designs and creatives. I mean, this is more on the rugby front, but we just we just had the the Rugby World Cup past. And um, for three of our national teams, uh, Wales, Scotland and, and, and Italy, um, we actually created both a box set. But along with that, we actually created a fictitious comic um, that went along with it. And it told a bit of the history of what we believe that story was about. Um, so, yeah, all those all these kind of things we really enjoy. I, I love all that. I, I do genuinely think it's those kind of details. I mean, coming from a collector's standpoint, it's those little things that we really love, like 
those kind of elements, the, the way they're so unique, the way they they identify with the club and those little touches like the comic strip, I think that is what sets Macron apart from what any of the other brands are doing at the moment, in my opinion. But you did touch on it a bit with your previous answer, because I was going to ask you, why do you have so many Italian teams in your catalogue? And obviously you've answered that a little bit, but I've also seen in the news this week, you've got your first ever J-League shirt that is coming for the J-League next year. Um, you know, what kind of territories do you really hope to work in? Is, are we going to see more of Macron across Europe, across the world? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, the reason Italy is our is our base point. This is this is Bologna, nor, northern Italy is, is where we're from. But, you know, an Italian-based company, but, you know, based in Bologna. But, I mean, we really believe ourselves to be an international company. Um, you know, we... we you know, strangely enough, the UK uh, and Ireland are, are our number one market. Um, so whereas going back to 2004, 100% of our sales were all based in Italy. You know, where we are now, there's there's over, I think it's roughly about 26.5% is, is is based in, uh, in, in the UK. So, you know, that's that's one market the european market is a, is a, is a key key focus for us but we you know there's also various different you know we're over in the a league in, in in australia you know we're um you've got miami fc over in in in, in the us um so we we want to make sure that we're 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 visible in all different leagues but you know talking about specifically in the um you know how could you say you know where where we are just now. You know we, you know so just now we've got let me see, one one club in Premier League. Obviously with, with Palace in the Championship we've got four clubs. Uh, League One we've got five. League Two we've got six. Um, uh, if you go into SPFL we've got four clubs there. We're the official sponsor of UEFA, so every Champions League, every Europa League game, you know we're visible in each one of those. You know we've got two in La Liga. Um, in Serie A, we've got two, uh, and then obviously just gone down to Serie B, we've got Sampdoria, who's you know still such an iconic club. Uh, Ligue 1 over in France, we've got we've got a club there. Uh, Bundesliga 2, we've got we've got uh, two clubs there. Uh, obviously, we've got the, the Canadian Premier League over over there, so it's eight full teams that's hopefully going to be growing bigger and bigger each year. But you know, there's 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 lots of different you know parts to, to to the overall you know we want to keep growing but at the same time you know there's there's so many other things that are that are you know Champions League based clubs so you know we've got you know, things like uh, uh, who've got coming this year you know Hajduk Split will be in there uh, Victoria Pilsen uh, we've got you know we we try to make ourselves as international as possible. Um, um, but at the same time, you know, we, we know that both you know Europe and, and UK are a domestic market. And so there, that's where we really need to, to, to shine. Yeah, I mean, it's such an incredible like catalogue of, of clubs. And I, what I find so good about it is how you make every kit different and unique as well. I mean, I'm just thinking, again, on, on last year, Club Bruges, uh, the white uh, third shirt with all the geometric yeah. patterns. Another brilliant design that Macron just produced these time and time again. And uh, they're, they're as good as anything else we're seeing in the football shirt world at the moment. But just going forward then, what ambitions are there for the brands in the future? Because you've already mentioned the Canadian Premier League as a, a league under Macron, but 
do you have bigger ambitions or anything that you can tell us about going forward? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, first of all, just you know, just maybe you were you were saying about some of the things that that that, that we're obviously been proud of across the years. I mean, we've done some we've been really proud of. Going back in the archives, the old uh, I don't know if you remember the Napoli Champions League when we did a we did a camel shirt for them. That was yes. that was something that was that was that was quite special. We rolled that out, and 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 that that was before. A lot of others started started using camo on a on a meme one, so that that was a, a shirt we're really proud of. Other ones being proud of is this was more from a mar- marketing point of view, but we actually did uh, Lazio. I think it was two thousand twenty one twenty two. We launched a kit for them, uh, and the tagline was Lazio is going green, and it's on their home shirt. And obviously, Lazio are quite hardcore fans. And the idea that someone was going to change their home shirt to green was not <laughs> very liked, should we say. And but the, the whole reason for it was because we'd actually developed it in a new eco fabric that we'd created. So it's basically, thir- in every one of our sponsored jerseys, 13 uh, half-litre bottles are recycled uh, in, in, in each jersey. So it's, in, it's a thing called eco fabric. So the reason behind it was that, but... And our idea was we were going to keep that teaser out there for a week. But unfortunately, uh, when our, our CEO started getting death threats, uh, it, it came to the stage where uh, we, we, we definitely need to reveal it just slightly quicker than than, than that. But no, other ones I'm, I'm great, particularly proud of, you know, we, we, you were talking before about the Bologna kit this year. I'm, I'm, I'm over the moon with that. I think it's just a, a tremendous, it's, it's real sort of showing how much we're integrated with them and how long we've been together and how we you know we now work so well together. But the other one was is the Wrexham kit. I mean Wrexham home kit this year is it's very, very classic, but it still tells a story. You've got the in, embossed sort of you know dragon on uh, on on the actual jersey. You've just got slight little detailing around the collar. And uh and so that you know that's been been one I've been really proud of. But Regarding Macron's ambitions for the future, um, you know, we, where we are just now is um, for the last, for the, well, the previous four years, we've been the third brand in, in Europe based on sponsored assets. As of this year, unfortunately, we've slipped down into, into the fourth spot. Uh, Puma have, have, have upped their game and sort of stepped in there. But, you know, we, we want to get ourselves back to the three spot, if not the two spot or, or the one spot. So, you know, we, we see ourselves as a challenger brand, um, but we really want to keep growing. Um, you know, innovation on, on product is something that's key. You know, we've, we've got a, a team in the, in the R&D department that are really, really key on making sure that, that we keep driving that. And and then the other main focus is is, is what we what we call macro for the planet. So, Ecofabric is is one thing that we've we've been developing a lot. We've now developed that into shorts and socks as well. We have the possibility to do the uh, different ecofabrics and uh, eco sustainable cottons in our training wear and travel wear. Um, the building in which we moved into in two thousand twenty is you know we've got uh, I can't remember how many solar panels on the roof, but it's you know pretty much self sustainable. We all of our, our 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 water system runs on on recycled water. We've got our 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 bees uh, outside. You know they produce our own macaron honey as well. So you know <laughs> we we it's 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 a big part of what we do. We're, we're we're really trying to make sure that that everything we do. You know we want to keep still that unique uh, bespoke design that 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 makes us 
uh, quite unique, but at the same time, we want to do it in the right way for, for the planet as well. See, if I don't see some kind of honeycomb design on future Bologna shirts now, I'm <laughs> going to be incredibly disappointed. But I'm going to put you on the spot, actually, a little bit. I've just thought of, do you know what your best-selling shirt is in your catalogue? Is it is it Sampdoria, out of interest, or is it Wrexham? Wrexham is, is, is quite scary on their numbers, if I'm being honest. Um, they, they, they just keep getting bigger and bigger. Um, and, you know, the, the, it's just such an amazing story, you know, and the fact that, but yeah, I know, you know, la- last year, I think they launched roughly about four or five different productions. Uh, I know we've just launched a production for, for this year and, and it's a big whopping number. Um, and, and the crazy thing is, is I still think they've undersold it. You know, I think they will, they will sell even more. So it's, 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 um, so yeah, there's there's di- I mean across the years there's been different ones. You know, Napoli was a monster, Leeds was a monster, Villa was a monster. There's 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 been many. So um, yeah, the good thing is, is we 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 have the capacity to cope with what we call uh, chasing this the the, the sell in. So whereas maybe other brands will maybe do one launch in production, we will keep launching based on 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 the selling. So if, so if, if people are buying more and more and more, we will keep launching production to to make sure that there's that that opportunity. Yeah, that's a great way of doing it as well. It kind of denies that scarcity of shirts, which can drive a collector mental as well. If you you yeah. know you wait and you miss out, but think, honestly, Ross. I've really enjoyed that. And yours is a brand, like I said, that I've championed for a long time. And I'm I'm so pleased that we got to speak to you. And I can't wait to see some of those kits you've mentioned for next season. Um, before I let you go, we do ask the same questions to every guest we always have on the pod. So I'll ask the same to you. And that is your fantasy football shirt. So I will offer you any footballer of any time period you want, combined with any shirt. They don't, they don't need to be linked. But what would yeah. be your dream combination? Oh, oh, that's a tough one. That is a really tough one. Um, the 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 Tanjo Dundee United fan in me is is coming up with names that uh, oh, I really don't know um, whether it's <laughs> going to be Paul Sturrock or if it's if it's going to be a, a Morris Malpass. Um, um, but yeah, I, I think it would. I think it would be a. Um, I'll say. I'll go. I'll, yeah, I'll go with Morris Malpass, an old school eighties um, midfielder that slid back into the defensive uh, prowess. And yeah, I would. You know, we we were lucky enough to actually have Dundee United. Uh, unfortunately, we've, we've, they've moved on this year. Um, but yeah, we, we were we were able to actually recreate some of those iconic ones from from back in the eighties. You know when. Uh, Dundee United played against uh, played against Inter uh, Milan in, the, in Europa. They played against uh, Barcelona, and so it was. Uh, so yeah, that 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 would be the one that I would go with an, an old school home, home Dundee United tangerine and black shirt. I think that's a, a brilliant answer that is bespoke to yourself, which goes perfectly in line with the rest of the interview. So Ross, honestly, absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for talking to us. Fantastic. Thanks very much for your time, Tom. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was fascinating. We have talked quite a lot um, on the pod, but also on our own Twitters about how how much we think Macron have improved. 
And it's really exciting to hear of their kind of upcoming plans, although Ross was quite secretive about them. And just really how they have gone from, in the nicest possible way, maybe not being perceived as the best brand around to one of the best in the business, to be honest. Yeah, really, really enjoyed that. Absolutely gutted. I couldn't join Tom speaking uh, speaking to Ross because, like you say, we all champion and we've got many Macron shirts uh, amongst us and they are just, they're right up there now in terms of the quality. You know, I think it's the investment probably they've made into the technology over the last probably four or five years, but also some of the designs they've been putting out there are incredible and like you said he's given us a teaser about was it the palace shirt for next year he's particularly excited about and was it, yeah, yeah, was very it much so. stoke the other one was it he said was special things were going to come from stoke next year as well so teasing well, I think, us i think that's what i really like about them kind of we touched on it when we were talking about the j league shirts and how that there's blanc Jew hirasaki we don't know who they are but they get bespoke shirts and that's what macron have done really well they really put a lot of love and care into their designs whatever the level so it doesn't matter if you're crystal palace who are in the premier league or if you are blanc du hirasaki or non-league clubs i mean i remember when i was watching the Wrexham documentary obviously Wrexham was sponsored by macron and their shirts are very popular he does touch on just how popular they are uh, in the feature but when i was watching it there was lots of other teams in the lower league like grimsby i believe scunthorpe were in season two with bespoke designs that are really, really good. And that's where Macron have really stood out for me, making these quality bespoke designs. And like I said, they have improved immeasurably. I mean, probably a good job Mike isn't on the uh, on the pod this week, because if we asked him which his worst ever Aston Villa shirt is, he would say a Macron one from, I think it's about a decade ago now. But honestly, now, if Macron turned around and took over any one of the big six clubs in the Premier League, you wouldn't be surprised. A decade ago, no one would be happy with that. But yeah, they've really turned it around. They make some brilliant designs. And yeah, I, I want to have Ross on again. We, we, we should we should all talk to him. The minute they made a denim shirt for Napoli, I was on board. What year was that? That was a while ago now. Denim shirt. He touched on the camo one as well. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a marmite one, but they, they definitely set the trend after that, didn't they? Because we saw yeah. we saw a raft of them across the various manufacturers after that. So they're not scared to go um to go into the unknown, shall we say, or uh, yeah, some yeah, challenging they, designs. They, they don't always get it right, but they do challenge things quite well. I mean, if we're being critical, the current season Reading shirt is not one of my favourites. It's the one with like the Reading skyline on it, but they've tried. They've tried something different. And then most of the time, I have to say, they do succeed with it. And I mean, the Bologna shirt, for example, I know it is uh, very high up in the uh, top 20 kits. It's a beautiful, beautiful shirt and worthy of being in there. At least they got Redding's actual skyline in there, unlike a certain other brand. <laughs> I mean, there is that as well, isn't there? <laughs> it might be shit, but at least it's Redding. <laughs> So we're recording this on the 15th. The Apparently the Predator, is it the Luminous pack they're calling it? The boots Bellingham's wearing now. It's coming out tomorrow, apparently. Anybody thinking about dabbling? My football no. boot wearing days are, are long gone. 
long gone. Is this going to be as popular as the um, the last lot they did, or is it less limited? And no, the, so these aren't limited. Um, it was like the uh, the whatever color the orange ones. They I forget the actual color, but they all sold out as well. But I've delightfully noticed on eBay that they're all dropping down to. 20 quid above the retail price so people can get their money back without having to pay fees because they weren't limited. I think people got a bit excited. So I think it will just be a, these will be a normal color run for people to buy to wear. But I think I've got one more season left in me for my (laughs) Sunday league team. So I'm very tempted to grab a pair tomorrow because they're the closest to the originals because it's more of an orange tongue, but yeah, it's still the black and white. I'm tempted. We'll see how they're probably going to be two thirty though. Well, I think they look great in the Shetland Men's Senior League um, for the remainder of the twenty three twenty four seasons. So go for it, Scott. How <laughs> many teams are there in Shetland? Uh, there's quite a few. If we get if everybody gets a team, I think we can get eight in the top division. There's quite a few if everybody gets a team. <laughs> there's eight. Yeah. Well, we have we have like age group problems. You know, people. <laughs> Some people don't have enough babies. Oh, does years. that include the age group? So, like, are you counting like the Shetland under eights? In, in, no, in no, that that's, eight that's, the senior, that's the senior. Okay, senior, right? Yeah, the senior top division. Yeah, I think nine. We've got a few island teams that I, I know it's an island, but there are smaller islands within the island. A few of them sometimes can't can't get enough players to form a team and will dip in and out. But it's a good league. We won the island games once. Have you heard of that before? Like Guernsey, Jersey, it's all the British uh, Union islands have a big competition. I think it's every two years. Yeah, it's quite. Pharaoh used to be in it until they turned professional. So there's been you, quite. You won it. You 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 actually won it. Oh, no, I wasn't in the team, but Shetland did win it in 2005. Really? Could have played international football for Shetland. One of my friend, one of my best friends was only 16 at the time and he made the team he was very good and he so yeah, he's got a gold medal there's only eight teams how good do you have to be uh we've got a decent standard one of our players was on the skill what was it skill showcase on soccer am wow we're talking creme de la creme there aren't we <laughs> yeah i've not watched the skill showcase since well i've not watched soccer am since i don't know the soccer airs when was that did you see that clip going around today uh, of one of the soccerette things? It's like yeah. how, but the Japanese flag. Yeah, how did that stuff Mental. go on television on a Saturday morning? Like that must have only been what fifteen, sixteen years ago. And Am I going to regret looking this up now? Uh, no, it's just crass. It's just it's, you, yeah, it's you just couldn't a... say it today. I found that. Well, we made ourselves look good compared to that anyway. We we would never go there and and tell such jokes on this podcast. Yeah. So. Um, we are very. Well, do you think we'll listen to this back into it? Nobody's going to listen to this back in twenty years' time. We we'll listen to it back next week. But if we did listen to this back in twenty years' time, do you think we'd look at any of our listen to any of our jokes and go, "Oh, that's a bit close to the bone." Depends if we keep the uned- unedited versions. <laughs> yeah, if we release the um the they think it's all over after dark mix, where it's just all the offcuts of uh things that that we couldn't say. I definitely won't let my children listen to it. Believe it or not, I try to keep my swear words down to about two a day when they're around. And it's never the C <laughs> word. <laughs> Scott, I, w- I, don't, I wouldn't worry so much about your children listening to it. I wouldn't let uh, Shetland Island Social Services listen to it. 
on that note then that's uh, that wraps up another great week and that feature was spectacular and we're going to be a bit macron related next week as well when we come back to you because we have got one of the hottest hippest coolest clubs specials coming next week who are also supplied by macron so look forward to that we look forward to welcoming you back they think it's all over it is now